The gospel today comes from John 14, 1 through 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and still you do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own. But the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. When I was first asked to preach this Sunday, I was a little bit hesitant. I knew it was graduation Sunday, meaning that my main audience was going to be the graduates. I was hesitant because many of these graduates know a little bit too much of the truth about me. (laughs) Then, after thinking it over, I realized that there was no need to worry because I know the truth about a lot of you too. And I bet that all of you would like to hear the truth about them. For example, HD. (laughs) I know that our dads say we're related, but I have no idea how. Must be distant. Kate, I know that you're a hard worker and that you're always helping out with something that needs to be done. Boom. Boom. I know that uh, you cut your hair, and I'll be praying for you because when I cut my hair, bad things started happening. Jake, I know that you have a huge heart and then a great sense of humor. Grandison, well... I'm not even going to get started on you. (laughs) Truth is an interesting subject. People throughout the ages 
had been searching for truth. College philosophy professors often start a class by asking, what is truth? Truth is something that is real, something that is not made up, and it doesn't change. In kindergarten or first grade, or maybe more like third grade for Billy, we learned that one plus one equals two. This is the truth. Two will always be equal to one plus one. We prove this by counting our fingers or counting apples. One day we will all die. This is also the truth. A harsh truth and one that is a little bit scarier than one plus one equals two. So sometimes the truth can be hard to accept. But after we do accept it, our lives become a little bit easier. Maybe that is why we are always searching for the truth, because it makes our lives easier. The Bible is full of truths and guidelines that God has given us through people like the prophets, his son Jesus, and Paul in his letters. We learn the truths about God's power from the stories of the prophets. For example, when God led Moses and his chosen people to the Holy Land. God sent the Ten Commandments to make our lives easier. Life is better when we don't covet and don't make false idols. If you steal and lie, your life is going to be harder. Jesus' parables teach us lessons about the true power of his love for us and the importance of our love for each other. In the parable of the lost sheep, we learn that like the shepherd who lost one of his sheep, God will make a point to take care of every last one of his children. He teaches that God loves each and every one of us and that his love is unconditional. Another truth is that life is made up of beginnings and ends. Today, we are celebrating both with the graduates. It is the end of a phase and time to celebrate your accomplishments. All of you have done some great things, and that's the truth. And you are also celebrating the beginning of a whole new phase, full of surprises and new truths. Some of these will make you happy, like meeting new friends and experiencing new freedoms, and some will be things that you just have to deal with. When I was sitting at this service last year, I remember two particular questions that I wanted to know the truth about. The first was which fraternity I'd be joining in a few months, and the second was who was going to have the post-graduation party. After a few weeks went by, a lot changed. Suddenly, there were some new truths that I wanted to know. I began to realize that no matter how much a person worries about things, the only way to realize the truth is to be patient. As you graduates go through these next few weeks, your life will be full of ups and downs. You will have some great times with your friends and family, and you'll get some really great presents. You, will, you also will have to say some hard goodbyes and probably write those awful thank you notes. All of us have ends and beginnings all the time. Some of you are probably ready for this service to end 
so that you can begin your lunch. Some of you are ready to start a new week because the last one didn't go so well. With each new day, we all have new starts. In today's scripture, Jesus gives a very inspiring message to his disciple Thomas. It is at the Last Supper, and Jesus is talking about his own leaving. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Because we are disciples, just like Thomas, when we are in doubt or scared, we should listen to Jesus. Jesus assures us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. So when the new truths come our way, we should remember that Jesus already knows them and that he is the way. As we all end one phase or one day and start a new one, we should remember to praise God for the blessings we have already received, like friends, family, and faith, and God's church, and we should turn to him when we are scared. By doing this, we will feel him in our lives and we will be able to remember that we are never alone, no matter how alone we may feel. Jesus speaks of another truth in today's scripture. He says, No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. I think Jesus is giving a truth about hard and lonely times. Notice he says, from now on, you know him. He doesn't say, sometimes you will know him, or one day you will know him, or you will know him when good things happen. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. I encourage all of us to remember this promise from Jesus, something that we have been taught for years, that God wants a relationship from us, not for us to be perfect. No relationship can be successful if only one person in the relationship tries to do everything by him or herself. God wants us to turn to him for help when we need it. I've learned to turn to God when I've been overwhelmed and countless times my prayers have been answered and I've been able to accomplish things that I didn't know I could do. This past semester, my religion professor gave a lecture about miracles. He taught us about a philosopher who believed that God was always ready to perform a miracle for someone who needed one and prayed for it. After thinking about this statement for a few days and then coming to terms with the fact that I probably didn't actually need that dirt bike, I started to see some examples of real miracles. They're everywhere. And if you're a lot like Thomas, then next year during Sanahatchee, stop by Hank Leek's site about two days before Sanahatchee ends. Look around and see what all Hank and his crew have not done. Count up all the things that still need to be done. The list will be long. And then stop by that same site in two days and see what's happened. I've seen quite a few of God's miracles sent in Hank's direction over the years, and not just at Santa Hatchie. When we leave this place and go out into our lives, and you graduates begin to take on bigger challenges, remember, we should never be too shy or too proud to ask God for help. 
He is always there with open arms, ready to take care of you when it's hard to take care of yourself, and ready to send a miracle, ready to be in a relationship. Jesus said on the night of the Last Supper, the night before the world was changed forever, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He made it as simple as one plus one equals two. Congratulations to all you graduates. Amen.